So, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like feature quite heavily. So, if you've got kids listening or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to... Hello there, I'm Cathy Burke, and I'd like to welcome you to the dampest corner of the podcast sphere, where the light bulb always flickers, and there's that switch you've no idea what it does. And now I think about it, that combi boiler was a stitch-up too. Hot water on demand, my arse. It's a place of eternal grottiness. Oh, what's that noise? Has death finally come a-knocking? Oh no, it's just the front door. Come on in then, don't forget to wipe your feet. Welcome to... Where there's a will, there's a wake. If you think laterally for a moment, this podcast is a bit like a house, where all the rooms are different sections. And as I drag us round, because really, what is more hellish than 15 minutes with an estate agent, it's time to welcome my next buyer to this awful open house. While some podcasts like to talk shop about bright new futures, this podcast is all about the dark future that awaits us all. Death. And joining me today is the quite marvellous Jamie Dimitro. Jamie Dimitriou. That's so, what a lovely way to be introduced. Have you, has anyone ever done a jingle for you on this? No, they haven't. <laughs> They've never played me that before, Jamie. Well, it was a setup in the foyer, and I just went, I just went, whatever you've got, I'm into it. Oh, thank you, babe. Well, I tell you what, it's so nice to have you here. And I'm sure our listener is very, very, very excited. And uh, we've never met. We've never met, no. But we've gone very deep, very quick, I think. I think we have. Yeah. And um, I'm a big fan. Thank you. I watched Stafflet's Frats and found it very, very amusing. (laughs) And you and your beautiful sister. Yeah. The whole gang, the whole ensemble Mm. is fabulous actually and you did three series of that and that's all done now is it no more staff no not necessarily i'm kind of like of the opinion it would be weird to just say that when who knows what the future holds i could i could look completely different in a few years time Mm. and then just do a series with staff sort of has uh i don't know well they say your nose grows exponentially throughout your life so maybe i'll just do an even bigger nose series of staff or maybe you just might need the money jamie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this is it. This podcast is about cutting to the point and not all this floral crap that's coming out of my mouth. That's right. <laughs> and you. also, you've got a new Netflix show happening, haven't you? That's coming out soon. Yeah, it's coming out uh, 28th of February. It's called A Whole Lifetime with Jamie Dimitriou. Not the first title we reached, maybe the 19th. Oh, um, really? Well, you know, there are debates that take place and mm. who am I to say what the show should be called? But um, <laughs> <laughs> You only wrote the fucking thing. <laughs> But no, I'm happy 
happy with the title. I think it's a brilliant title and the show is what it is. Well, I really look forward to seeing that. And you've got a lot of the gang involved, haven't you, from Stuff Let's Flats? I do, yeah. Ellie White's in it, Kyle Smith-Bino, Katie Wicks, who play uh, Katia, Dean and Carol. Tash sadly couldn't be in it because uh, she was being a vampire. Ah, yes. Which is not an excuse most people get to give for not showing up to something, but it's legit for her. She shoots in Toronto, so she can turn up, sadly. Oh, is that where they um, shoot? Yes. What's it called again? Shadows? What we do in the shadows. What we do yeah. in the shadows. She's there for about for a lot of the year every year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she gets cold. And you and she, because she's older than you, is she? She is indeed, yeah. You'd always muck about together, would you? Were you those annoying kids that was like, Mum, Dad, we've got a play. We've born to put on a play. Yeah, maybe. I think we were probably a bit more difficult than that in terms of the stuff we'd want to do was kind of comedy stuff. Like, we like to sort of get, see what kind of a weird reaction we could get out of my dad for things that wouldn't usually get a reaction out of people. Like, I remember we once put to the test how many names we could call him over a course of weeks, just like different people's names and see if he'd reply to all of them. His name's Satiris. Uh-huh. And it would be like, morning, David. He'd be like, yeah, quite all right. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was sort of maybe less like Route One than doing a play, but it was fun all the same. She is the funniest person in the world. I, I think it's beautiful that you work together so much. Not many siblings. I suppose Kate Robbins and her brother, Ted Robbins. Well, Charlie and Daisy Cooper. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, around the corner, yeah. Before I did staff, and before they did this country, mm. we were all part of this weird one-off pilot that was like a live read-through thing. And I'd never met them before. And we were all in sort of a position of like fear of where our career was going. And they were just about to make this country. I was just about to make staff. We we're all a bit burnt by the industry. And you're sort of like, oh, hello, another brother and sister comedy act. Eh? Mm. And then immediately like, oh, they're, they're the two funniest people on the planet. <laughs> and quite <laughs> happily, both me and Tash just sort of walked out with our hands held up like, yeah, go for it. I felt like it really kind of created a new dawn for sitcoms I think of like those constantly funny shows yes. you know and like we were just talking about it in terms of things me and Tash were finding funny when we were kids and stuff I really do think what you and Harry and Paul were doing on Harry Enfield and Chums when I was a kid it's tattooed on my memory forever I truly can't think of an earlier example of something being a catalyst for me wanting to be a comedian so oh. it's amazing to meet you really really oh well that's beautiful and we were the last of before cable television you know oh, right, right. so it was sort of of the last of everybody watching the same show in a way. Totally, you yeah. You know, yeah, before yeah. the internet and before cable and, and everyone's off doing their own thing. Right. So I think we were just very lucky that we got in there before it totally. all went to shit in a way. I think if those sketches were being made now, they'd be just as original as they were then. But I, I was, yeah, it stayed with me forever, so much of it, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Jamie. And I will thank you on behalf of Harry and Paul as well. I was talking to a mate the other day. I was talking about Daisy May Cooper and I also talked about Charlie May Cooper. And my friend said, what do you mean? Who's Charlie May? I said, Charlie May Cooper and Daisy May <laughs> So no, she's called Daisy May <laughs> and he's called Charlie. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I've been calling him Charlie May Cooper. <laughs> but that's the reverence people have for you. They're not going to tell you. So you're stuck. Yeah, because they know. like me to look stupid. <laughs> Don't tell Auntie Cav she's been stupid again. Look, if you want to chuck a May between mine, I'm fine with it. I'd actually love to be part of that gang. Well, this has been a very nice introduction. Should we get on with it and talk about... The death. <laughs> yes, let's, yeah. So, in this fantasy world, how would you like to die? <laughs> 
I've sort of been swimming around for answers for this. And I think that the reality is I would love to just laugh so much that I die. Yeah. I want to just crack up to death. You know those laughs that you have when you're a kid that mm. you don't quite replicate when you're older, where it's like you're just experiencing laughter for the first time. It might be something on telly or something someone said or a fart someone's done yeah, or just something. I feel like I want, you know, in the old series of X Factor, they get the weirdest contestants all back at the end. Oh, yes. <laughs> to sort of do their thing. I want all the people who've done that to me in my life to come back. Like, I remember in series two of Big Brother, that guy Bubble tripping over a table. Oh, yes, that I was I want very him good. to turn up and fall over the table. Oh. I want, like, my dad to come and throw up in a bowl of nuts after I do a fart in the living room. <laughs> I just want I want everyone to come and reenact all that stuff. And then I, I laugh so much that I, I, I pass out and I just I restfully disappear with a big smile on my face. That would be lovely, actually. But you're very right, though, because when we get older, we don't... I mean, I, I suppose I do I do crack up quite a lot, but that sort of uncontrollable crying with laughter when you're a kid, mm -hmm, yeah, nothing like oh it. Oh, my God. It's like the way that music sounds when you're a teenager. Mm. It just sounds better than it ever will in your life. Yeah. It's like I want to recapture that. I remember I was thinking the other day, I love to try and like reel off to make sure they stay in my memory the times I've laughed most in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're not even that funny. The yes. thing that I remembered, I was like, what is the single moment I think I've laughed most in my life? The one that stood out was when I was at my leavers at school we everyone was given a book and everyone had to sign it yeah and it was loads of people signing their names being like good luck in the future whatever a lot of the times people you don't know because it's just like the more signatures you have in the, your book the better mm. and I remember a boy wrote in my <laughs> a boy wrote in my leavers book thanks for all the laughs I guess I'll see you around Woodhouse now Woodhouse is a college the sort of in our area and I was like, that's weird. He knows I'm not going to Woodhouse College. Why would he say that? And a friend went, yeah, neither's he. It's <laughs> like, why? I mean, it's not the funniest thing in the world, but I remember just being like, what? No, what a nutter why <laughs> what but, he's not going and I'm yeah. not going so why has he written that in a book that I'm going to have for the rest of my life <laughs> and for some reason I mean the maddest thing about it isn't even what he wrote it's that I think I laughed for about two and a half years <laughs> it just it just <laughs> like just like caught me off guard and I just could not stop laughing I remember I got detention the next day just turned up to school and just laughed for the whole day just thinking about it so yeah <laughs> so you drag him out again would you oh he'd come the with book? the yearbook but I like the idea that they're all a lot older now and they're sort of doing like a crap version of it yes. like when you get people to kind of like redo something they did on telly about 50 years ago oh yeah <laughs> oh god yeah we would often ask to do that you know when you revive Kevin and Perry and stuff and you're like fucking hell we just about got away with it when we were 30 <laughs> how the hell are we going to get away with it now you know I know what you mean yeah it'd be very embarrassing no, I, I, I'm sort of I'm being subtle with this because I wouldn't mind seeing you have a pop at it but at the same time I know what you mean so Jamie when was the last time that you laughed so much that you thought you were going to fucking die? Um, God, I mean, off the top of my head, I was working. I mean, this is just mad. Sometimes just sort of perfectly formed stories just appear in front of you. I was working on a film recently and it had some amazing people who I really admire in it, quite famous people. And I was sort of like riveted by every anecdote they were telling or whatever. We were about to start doing a scene. We were all going to be sat around this big table. And to my right is said like comedy legend. I find out we're going to be sat around this table for eight days. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just going to be getting so many amazing stories coming from my right. And on my left was a dancer from the film. And like this guy on my right, we'd sort of bonded over the past few weeks kind of thing. And I didn't know this guy to my left. I was thinking like, 
oh, I don't want to have my back to him the whole time because I'm just listening to these stories oh, and yes. I want him to be able to get in on it. So I'm like, I'm going to make a point of, so it doesn't become awkward on the first day, I'm going to open up my body language, introduce everyone so that we're all part <laughs> of the same kind of chat. I've done that, you regret it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually I couldn't have regretted this less with what happened. <laughs> so I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, what's going to be my opening gambit? I'm not, I can't just be like, this is this, is it? Hello, nice to meet you all. So I sat down and everyone was talking about how they had prawns for lunch. All right. I was like, you had the prawns. You had the prawns. Oh my God, everyone had the prawns. And I just turned to the guy to my left. I was like, this is perfect. I just went, prawns? And he looked at me like he'd seen a ghost. I was so confused. He looked at me and he went, yeah, how the fuck did you, how the fuck did you know? I was like, know what? It's like, just how did you know? I was like, well, there's three options for lunch and... Everyone seems to have had prawns. It's not rockets. So I, you know, it's just lucky guess, I suppose. And he went, why are you talking about lunch? I was like, what? You're talking about lunch too? He went, what? And I said, sorry, what did you have for lunch? And he went, the beef. And I went, well, sorry, what, right, I go, why? So, okay, so why when I said, <laughs> why when I said prawns, did you look at me like you're about to cry? Yeah. And say, how did you know? And he said, because my nickname's Prawns. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, I love that. But also, why is the one time in my life I've chosen to ask someone what they had for lunch by just saying the word? Just go, prawns? I've never turned to someone and go, roast chicken sandwich? How do you know that? That's my nickname. By the way, I I like jumped in the air with excitement at how amazing an anecdote I now had in my back pocket. He wasn't on foot. He didn't think it was that interesting at all. He was like, cheers. Oh, gosh, I love that. God, I, I nearly died then, <laughs> laughing at that. I never expected to say that. That's my <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, that's great. Just getting back to you, laughing, laughing yourself to death. So what goes on, Jamie? Are you passing out? Or are I you feel cracking like, into... I feel like I've got a good... Everyone knows this is going to happen. It's sort of an intentional thing. So it's like, so today you're going to die and oh. we're going to get all these people along. It's sort of like a kind of backwards, this is your life. Like, this is your death. And I hear the kind of voice of the person or like maybe the fart that they did. I hear it on the thing. I go, oh, I know who that is. And then they come in and perform the thing for me. And I just get weaker and weaker throughout the day until I just sort of perish and fall back. In fact, I was sort of... I don't know if this kills the structure of the podcast but I kind of feel like part of it is that I want to die at my funeral so you get an instant feedback from everyone so I die and then someone just gets up up on the podium and starts talking about me because I mean it's too soon anyway really I always think a funeral is about it being a week or two after it's like people are still in hell it's like why not if you're going to do that why not go the whole hog and just do it like two seconds after they've died I think that's a great idea can we have the jingle for the funeral the funeral 
<laughs> so let's just try and imagine this. So everyone's at the funeral and you're at the funeral or are you already in the coffin? No, I think I would like to be part of it. If all my mates are going to be there and everyone's there and I have a choice, it just seems insane to not be in the mix for a little chat with all of them. And I'm sure there's a few things I wanted to say to people that I haven't been able to say, a few things I might want to make people feel bad for that I won't have the chance to All right, do, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Just, you know, things like that that I'd like to let linger after I die so I can get that off my chest. And it's like, right, bring on all the funniest moments of my life. I perish and then I'm just lying there dead and everyone's talking about me while I'm just dead on the floor. I think that it will be raw and that's sort of what I'm after, really. Oh, right. And so in comes the funeral director with a coffin to put you in the coffin. Well, don't mean when you're just lying there on the floor, Jamie, just sort Whoa. of excreting gases but- for six <laughs> fucking minutes. I mean, I don't know why, but when you pointed out I'd be excreting gases, that sort of made it even more exciting, the idea of me being on the floor. In fact, that's literally happened to me before. Oh, yeah. I was uh, shooting a thing that I wrote, like a short film years ago, which is about me turning into a car. And there's a bit, and you write it, and you're like, oh, that sounds fun, and then the CGI will come in, and that will make that work. But you never actually sort of think about how embarrassing it's going to be to have the moment where you're doing it, and you're not actually doing it. (laughs) And so they're like, okay, let's go for one. And then I'm rolling around on the floor. <laughs> like, going like, uh, uh, like, pretending like as you do to turn into a car. Beep, beep. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, my arse just went off. <laughs> but it's a silent crew. It's like just a silent crew of people in a circle around... <laughs> around just watch it it's already the most embarrassing thing I've ever done just like rolling around the floor being like oh no I'm a Renault (laughs) and then before you know it it's just like oh yeah and then the worst part was when they said cut no one laughed and I was like please everyone let it out of your system otherwise I'm going to be sick because that's too much for me to take on and nobody laughed. And no BAFTA, I'm assuming. Well, not not, not, for, not for me turning into... I think it was a Seat Ibiza I was turning into, so I don't think you get a BAFTA for turning into a Seat Ibiza. What's that? A car. Oh, is it? No, oh, I right. don't drive either. No, so. me neither, babe. Yes, there you go. But that's amazing that you know the name of a, a car. Well, I did my research. I typed car into Google. And <laughs> <laughs> he gave you all these options. Yeah. <laughs> don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. So, you're dead, everyone's there, you're in the coffin. What do you think the response will be to your death? Well, 
deep down, obviously, I'd love to be loved and to leave a legacy. But for the purposes of the podcast, I just think I'd like it to be just one of those stupid deaths. Did you ever read that article a few years ago about a woman who loved Costa Coffee so much? You know the one? Yes. She buried herself in a Costa Coffin. <laughs> um, and it said, one shot extra hot skinny latte was written in kind of italicised like, script on the side. I think she's more likely to be remembered for a longer period of time than I am for doing some comedy. Because loads of people have done comedy. No one's <laughs> buried in a coffin. I mean, you know, maybe I, I take a Pret coffin or a whatever. But I, I like it to, I'd like it to be that sort of level. I'd like to be more remembered for how I die than the... Because, you know, the shows will date. Eventually they'll be unacceptable and that's just the way it is. But there'll be a little outpouring, do you think, of grief and upset, really? I don't know. How do you... Well, I mean, I don't want to... I mean, you'll probably do this yourself, but... As a sort of comedy actor, how do you hope to be remembered? It's not about me. I know, I know. It's not I'm about just me. deflecting. <laughs> I don't know how to say I would love it if everyone was really miserable about it for a minute and then yeah. just got on with their lives. But ultimately, I'd like my death to bring some people some joy. Oh, darling. Yeah. Well, I don't know whether that happened. I don't. Think... But you know, in the Costa Coffin sense, I want there to be oh, some I kind see. of like I want yeah. there to be some kind of hilarious article about uh, it. He left us all laughing. Well, maybe you know because you've got this lineup of really funny moments going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not the only one that dies laughing at the funeral. Oh, it's that good. The stuff. Oh, it's got to be, isn't it? Oh my, yeah, imagine it's like the Royal Variety and Variety. Variety. <laughs> imagine it's like the Royal Variety and everyone in the crowd just dies because it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. That would be I'd beautiful. That, yeah. That would be beautiful. And the obituary. Oh, yeah. So this is obviously some sort of publication It's going to write a few words about you. Yeah, I take it anywhere, TV Times, whatever. <laughs> TV Times. Does the TV Times still exist? It must do. Does it? Well, if not, then this podcast has to become a campaign to reinstate it. Because oh, really? God love the TV. I don't have an opinion on the TV Times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, fucking hell. Goddess Jemima has just told me in my ear. It's a hot mess. The TV Times does exist, and oh. you're in it this week, apparently. <laughs> did you do Actually. an interview for them? Apparently, yes, I did. And I, oh my God, the time we had. The TV time we had. So, and he's singing at this funeral? Um, yeah, when I was a kid, mm. I remember a teacher saying, uh, if anyone has any more questions, otherwise we can go home. And instead of asking a question, for some reason, I put my hand up and said, no, but when I die, I think at my funeral, I'll have Sunshine Through My Window by Gabrielle playing. What? <laughs> I think it was just on my mind at the time. And I think this is why I didn't get a great education, because I was thinking about <laughs> stuff like that. So I think, I, I mean, my music tastes changed, but it's still a great song. But I think if I am lying on the floor being flatulent, maybe I fart um, Sunshine Through My Window by Gabrielle, and maybe that's the music playing. How beautiful. There Have we go. got that track? For licensing reasons, we cannot play this I mean, can, can you do the fart version? <laughs> Any regrets, Jamie? No, you're dead. Definitely. Oh, go on. That's so I, nice, though, because everybody says, no, no, you shouldn't regret anything. Well, yeah, I agree with the idea that there's no point regretting things, but it doesn't mean I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of auditions I've turned up to and stank up the whole room, 
There's a show on recently that's very, very popular. And when I saw who's playing the part I auditioned for and the way he's doing it, and then I remembered the insane comedy mess I presented to them. <laughs> so I'll regret everything for the rest of my life. So now we go seamlessly to the pearly gates. So who would you like to meet you at the pearly gates, Jamie? I mean, if they're all dying in the Royal Albert Hall or whatever it is in response to this thing, then I'd love to take a couple of Hang mates on a minute, with the Royal me. Albert Hall? What Not Royal Albert Hall, the uh, Royal Variety performance. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. If, I thought Sally were having his funeral at the Royal Albert Hall. He's been <laughs> yeah, all yeah. modest, saying, oh, I don't think oh, I don't think anybody's going to miss me that much. My funeral at the fucking Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> I would like to take a couple of friends down with me. If they're laughing enough that they're dead, I'd like to meet a couple of mates from here. I'd like to take my friend Dustin. Uh, I'd like him to meet me there. Like, oh my God, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, I don't. I'm a warrior, but I think he's maybe slightly more of a warrior at times. You know, do you ever spend time with someone who is constantly commenting on how good a situation is to assure themselves that it is good? It's like, it's nice tonight, isn't it? This dinner feels good between us, doesn't it? Really nice. Sort of enjoying this, aren't we? The drink. The drink's nice. It's The conversation's good, isn't it? And it's all like, and if you were to say no, he'd be like, no, you're right, but why isn't it good? But I like, I think like if there's someone there who's worrying us slightly more than me, it will sort of slow down my worry and then I take the role of kind of caregiver. I like the idea of being, having someone there that I can calm down so I'm not having to focus on myself. Nice. So I'd love to see Dustin there and have, have him have a bit of a panic for me. So Dustin's there at the uh, Pearly Gates. That's lovely. Oh, what God, about... Even hearing you say that makes me so excited I chose that. I really... I'd love to be in heaven with Dustin. And what about reincarnation? We've got a little choice for you here if you want to be reincarnated. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Animal, vegetable or mineral. Right, animal, vegetable, or mineral. I genuinely think that salad has given me so much in my life. Salad? Yeah, that I kind of feel like I would like to donate myself to salad. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't mind coming back as a salad. I feel like I'm constantly on the hunt in life in whatever shape or form for freshness. Mm. I can't really articulate it better than that. I feel like water and a pure salad with like, I mean, the fact that you're taking olive oil out, that's even fresher to me. Yeah. I just want freshness. And I feel like so much of my life has been made better by eating salad. Like salad's a charity. I want to donate my spirit to salad. Do you know what? I'm loving this. I feel mm. like we're such kindred spirits. Really? You see that? Yeah, because, you know, I don't look like I eat a lot of salad. I know you're, I know your culinary habits yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love a salad mm. you saying radish really got me deep actually yeah radish mm. radish there's quite a posh restaurant at the Angel and they do a lovely salad which is just little gem lettuce mm. and radish Oh, come on. It's just fabulous. Really? And you have that with um, those skinny chips. They're the perfect counterparts, but they don't, you never hear them in the same sentence. It's like deep fried naughtiness and then just like absolute fresh heaven on the side to That's chase it. That's it. That's it. You've got to cut through the grease with something, you oh, see. Oh, wow. So, reincarnated as a tossed salad. Yeah. How beautiful. <laughs> so, are you going to be... Buried or cremated? Uh, if it's okay, can I go with neither? 
or neither. You can do what you want. Well, I feel like there's an opportunity here to break the mould and be a bit progressive. And I was thinking about one of the funniest places in the world to me, which is the London Dungeons. Oh, yeah. But the last time I went, I was surprised that it hadn't really been particularly updated. Uh, well, certain parts of it hadn't been updated since I went as a kid. Mm. And, you know, when you get on one of those little like boats that goes around and then you see those sort of moving mannequins who are telling like a story. So they might like tell the story of Jack the Ripper and you go by and you hear you see little tableaus oh, yes. of the different things. But the mannequins are all sort of like the wax is like <laughs> dripping and their wigs are sort of like in kind of disarray now. And the the mics and their throats have kind of worn out to the point that you can't really understand what they're saying. But you can hear it's Cockney <laughs> and you're supposed to be scared by it. So you just sort of go around hearing like, you song with your voice, you want that, you like that. that. <laughs> you little cunt, you sort of all you always like that. <laughs> and you're like supposed to, and then the, just a gunshot will go off and you'll be like, ah! So that'll be the thing that, that scares you versus versus what they're saying. I like the idea that my body's donated to one of those things, uh-huh. but it's a new one that's like, it's called like the London Giggle. Oh. And it's like just dead comedians and we're all stuffed and put in those things and they give us crap microphones and it's like sets we've done in our lives stood up and people go around not quite being able to hear our sets where our sort of decaying bodies are stood there. So that's that's the kind of left field uh, suggestion that I've got for that. I think that's great. So like human taxidermy. Yeah, it's human taxidermy, yeah. I'll probably be like a backup one in the stock cupboard in case Bradley Walsh kind of falls in the oh, water. Oh, no, come on, don't do yourself something. a disservice. Your funeral's at the Royal Abbey. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, sure, fine. I'll be the main attraction and they'll probably spell Statlet's Flats wrong as most people do. A guy came up to me in the street the other day, speaking of, mm. and said, Effie. And I went, come again. Mm. And he went, F- Effie. And I was like, oh, no, you've got, you've got the wrong guy. He was like, don't think so. Effie does... a uh, houses. <laughs> I was like, Effie? Effie. You, you don't mean staff, do you? He was like, what's that? I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, I'm in a TV show about a letting agent. I don't usually stop for this long. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm in a TV show about a letting agent. I just can't, I was like, I can't let this go. He seemed like a lovely guy, but it really spun me out for ages. I was like, do I have to go on all four and check what his bill does? <laughs> but sometimes you see people skip intro. There you go, yeah. And you do this skip intro thing thing all the time and mm. you can easily forget what's the name of the programme I'm watching. Oh yeah, especially when the name is as ridiculous as Staff Let's Flats. Staff I mean, Let's I find Flats. it hard to remember a lot of the time. It's a bit of a tongue twister, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Staff Let's Flats. Yeah, we really, we really missed the boat on that. So, have you got a eulogy? Did anybody write a few words for us, Jamie? Uh, yeah, my sister said she'd uh, she'd have a go. She's busy, but she she thought she'd do me a favour. <laughs> and this is your sister Natasha. It's my sister Natasha. Natasha. Yes. yes, but I mean. Tash, I don't know. I call her Tash. The world calls her Natasha, but her birth name is Natasha. Natasha. Then I will call her Natasha. Brilliant. Okay. Well, um, now over to me. I've been asked to do the eulogy for the uh, funeral day of my brother. You may ask how I will remember him. Unfortunately, there, I run out of words. Perhaps you'll forgive me if I turn from my own feelings to the words of another splendid bugger. W.H. Auden. This is actually what I want to see. Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. Silence the pianos and with muffled drum, bring out the coffin. Let the mourners come. The stars are not haunted now. Put out everyone. <laughs> 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 now can I come? 
any good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, that was actually a monologue I took from Four Weddings and a Funeral. John Hannah did it um, at Gareth's funeral. Yes. And um, piggybacking on that, I am very much alive and I am still an actor looking for work. As you can see, I have a huge range. And the other Dimitri is dead. So um, for all you agents and sort of producers in the audience, I'm still alive and um, very versatile and looking for work. So you can scrub Joby from your books and it's time for Natisha. Um, all right then, guys. Yeah, come and chat to me at the back. I'm still with United Agents, if anyone was wondering. And uh, yeah, I will see you at the buffet. <laughs> all right. Bye, Jay. Bye, Jamie. Thanks, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bear with me. Right. So I said to her this morning, "If you give me 30 seconds of some just <laughs> some nothing. <laughs> And I think she missed the thirty-second bit. But if you, if you, if you, <laughs> that's gorgeous. I love how happy she sounds. Yeah, no, she's well up for it. The old brother. There. <laughs> well, I like that very much, and I did like her um, Scottish accent for. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's going to get some roles off the back of this podcast. Oh, she will. I think yeah. she'll be playing Fern Brady in the story of her life. <laughs> I'm just going to speak to our friends on the other end of this line. In these main episodes, I'm chatting to guests about their fantasy funerals. But join me in Six Feet Under, our bonus episodes, where it's all about you, you wonderful twits. We dive into your real-life stories and anecdotes of death, funerals, hauntings and whatever other spooky stuff you've got up your sleeves. People must have been in hysterics. <laughs> or they must have been very confused, like, what the fuck is this? Get involved. Whack us an email on death at something else.com. There's no G in something. So the will, Jamie, what you got and who's getting it? Um, I think that I've probably just got lots of sort of bottles of soy sauce with just like bits at the I feel like I didn't throw <laughs> enough away. I always buy too much tamari and well, I predominantly eat tamari over soy sauce, which is what you were expecting me to say. And uh, I feel like I always buy it before it's finished. So I've got loads of bottoms of bottles of tamari. So I reckon everyone I've ever met will get one of those. And uh, I also for my new comedy special on Netflix had to have my head made. I had oh, to have a, yes. a complete copy of my head made. In a prosthetic sort of style, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made a complete model of my head, which is actually terrifying to look at. And I think if I outlive my sister, I'll just get someone to like chuck it through a window after I'm dead or something. <laughs> <laughs> she could have that. Are you going to put some blood around the, the neck oh, of yeah, it? Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, to yeah. scare her a bit yes, more. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Maybe put some like yeah bits of burnt hair on it and stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Sort of Anything else? Those are the only earthly possessions that I have. <laughs> my house is mad. It's just like loads of empty <laughs> soy sauce bottles and my head just on the floor. And is there anything that you've got that you wouldn't want anyone to find? Uh, I remember, so specific, I love This Is England. Do you watch This Is England? Yes, absolutely. So there was a, the TV series, I remember on the last episode, I was so overwhelmed with how much I loved it that I like got a bit drunk while I was watching it and I was like, really like, I'm going to make this like a big event. And I was so moved and emotional at the end that I went on Google and typed, This Is England merch. I just wanted something to kind of commemorate it. And I ordered a big statuette of Loll and Woody. What? They <laughs> yeah. had statues of Yeah, them. it was like a kind of weird limited edition thing. And yeah. it was like, I was skint at the time. Uh -huh. And I was like, right, no, it's all going on this. 
And I remember that my flatmate got the parcel in the post and just like, like he went, oh, can I open it? I was like, yeah. And he was like, what the <laughs> hell is this? And to this day, it's been sort of something that everyone's always like, can we see it? Can we get it out of yeah. the thing? So yeah, I'd, look, I stand by it. I think it's one of the best shows ever made, but I'm not necessarily proud of that moment. But do you know what? It's like coincidentally having this chat about this, because I was thinking about it the other day, mm. I dusted it off and brought it out and I'm actually sort of wearing it proudly now. So maybe that isn't my answer. I think you shouldn't be ashamed. I think so. so is it a double bubble step? Are they cuddling? Like them, yeah, it's them like cuddling each other. Oh, I yeah. see. So I'm actually like quite proud of it in a weird way, but it was also just insane to get so wrapped up in a TV show that you instantly want to buy merch for it like while you're watching it. Have well, you ever done that? No, people have got a load of old tat of the royal family knocking about in various houses. Well, there so. you go. Actually, well, yeah, they're kind of a real English royal family, aren't they? Well, that, I've got the image of a sort of Charles and Diana in happier days. Sure. Well, not she was never happy, let's face it, yeah, but in pretend not. happier days mm. are very similar to Lowell and Woody. I can see that, yeah. God, they're good characters, aren't they? Fabulous. Yeah. Great actors. Yeah, unbelievable. Great yeah. actors. Yeah. What about The Wake? The Wake, I don't like using modern expressions, but FOMO springs to mind, so I don't necessarily... Uh, <laughs> I don't feel great about the idea of everyone getting to have a party because I'm not there. Can I just explain to people that are my age or... Oh, yeah, yeah, FOMO. Young, FOMO is fear of missing out. Fear of missing out, exactly. And that's why I don't like using them, because it's not fair. Yeah. But I am... Um, they've got to have a wake, but I just feel like I want it to be like somewhere annoying for them to get to so it's not too like Grand Canaria or something oh right and they got to spend like a week it's like I don't I don't want them to have too easy a ride off the back of my death okay so it's like that and maybe I make it like a legal requirement that they have to go so that they all have to get on the plane and stuff and I sort of just quite like the idea of all my friends being on a plane to Grand Canaria moaning about it and there's something quite pleasant about that to and me. it being shit yeah and, yeah and so then you won't feel like oh I missed out on that you'll be glad to have not been a part of it exactly then, yeah yeah I can be happy that I'm being remembered while not jealous that I'm missing out on the uh, like a nice dinner because I shot in Gran Canaria for a while and it was beautiful in a lot of places but I ate a lot of pizza with like peach and stuff on it pizza yeah peach. I remember or I remember ordering pizza and the guy winking at me and when I opened it up it had peach on it <laughs> like tinned peaches oh, which no. wasn't ideal no 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 there's another thing that you I need a salad with pizza Oh, yeah, of course. Got to have some salad. Wait, oh my... So, what do you think about this? This is a big, actually, like, raging debate. My girlfriend's a chef, so okay. she has quite strong opinions on this stuff. Yeah. Um, I once... She was once making a roast, Sunday roast, and right. I started making a salad, and her face turned, like, blood red with rage about that. Are you with her or me? I'm sort of with her. Well, I don't really... Damn. I don't eat meat. Right. So the roast... It was a vegetarian roast. Oh, well, then I think a salad on the side. There is, we go. Yeah, That's what I'm talking I about. I sort of feel... I, I could understand where she's getting the ump from, though. Gravy. Understood. Oh, you, it's, it, oh, it's not touching the roast. Don't get me wrong. It's oh, it's on, a, it's on yeah, a side yeah, 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 yeah. I just want it all the time. I don't want to be in a scenario where there's no option of salad. And you know what? The way things are going, because the shelves are emptying at the moment, you see... If you've right. not seen it on the news, no. oh, um, they're rationing. They're rationing the amount of lettuce we can have. And the Specifically lettuce? Lettuce and tomatoes, cucumber. It's 
specifically salad were being rationed. Wait, is this on to this do very with? Day. Is this to do with like carbon footprint? And no, stuff? it's to do with fucking Brexit. You said like a Tory carbon footprint. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> no, Britain. I meant as in like travelling into England. No, no, no. It's because it's it's not coming into England because because of Brexit. Oh my god! Because of all the new rules, and so yeah, there's a bit of a salad shortage at the moment. At, at time of recording, imagine my mic just went silent, so I just had to run. <laughs> you just hear me legging it. He's gone. He's gone. Wowdy. He's fucking. He's stocking up. So now your spirit is a salad. <laughs> Would you like to haunt anybody? As a salad. <laughs> <laughs> All these bloody anti-vegans. around. <laughs> Ross. Oh, God, yeah, that's actually quite a fun image. I would like to haunt people, but only if I have the opportunity to apologise. I feel like it's not right to, like, prank someone without being like, no, it's only me. You don't want to leave it lingering kind of thing. Mm. I'd love to sort of ruffle a few feathers or turn someone's TV off. But I actually think it's one of those <laughs> things where you think something's <laughs> going to be really funny and then it's just annoying. So I feel like... Like just coming back to annoy people. As I was leaving, I'd hear them be like, that was really horrible. I'd be like, well, don't say that. I'm having... I'm... <laughs> don't let me feel bad about the thing I've done, but I wouldn't be able to have the conversation. I like to unpack things after they've taken place. I don't think I'd be able to, so that's not really... See, I've just got this image of you trying to calm somebody down by haunting them by scratching slowly on the wall. It's only me. <laughs> right, don't, yeah. don't be scared. <laughs> there's no there's no cathartic thing you can do as a dead person. Yeah, it's like, right. Writing it in blood on the floor or something. <laughs> like, it's fine. Chill out. And would you like to know when you're going to die? Because we've got a special system here. <laughs> it's a paper system. Well, I can find out your exact date of your death. Go on, I'll find out, yeah. April Fool's Day, 2077. Wait, so I'll be I'll be not not will I be 90? Will you? I'll be 90 and how will I know it's real? What do you mean? What's on April Fools? Ah, why is it April Fools? Because you're a joker. <laughs> <laughs> and that imagine if I started welling up at that because I was so complimented by it. I'm a what? <laughs> oh, thanks so much. You're a big Jamie Joker. Yeah, I'll take it. Good luck with your Netflix sketch show. Can't wait to see it. My sister's one's about. Oh. Very good. He's it's going. Really funny. You can see that. He's going. He's going. He's gone. Well, that was a great episode with the wonderful Jamie Demetrio. And I would just like to add a little extra thing. This was our last recording with the wonderful Goddess Jemima. So Goddess Jemima has gone off and got herself another job, which is wonderful for her. We're all very sad, but we wish her the very, very best. And we will continue with our quite fabulous Goddess Charlie and our wonderful new Goddess, Goddess Naya. So... We love you, Goddess Jemima. Thank you for everything. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My producer goddess for this episode is Jemima Rathbone and Naya Dio. Sound and video engineering by Jay Bill. Production coordinator is Archon Mohalay. Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner and Dan Cocker. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson. <laughs>